In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are. Solutions like free business checking from LGE Community Credit Union, free online and mobile banking, no minimum balance required, plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance. At LGE, we're a smarter way to bank. See what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org. No monthly maintenance fees. Other service fees such as NSF, overdraft, wire, and stop payment fees still apply. Not all businesses will qualify. Membership eligibility and base savings account that keeps a $5 minimum balance required. I sense the presence of a greater evil. Check, check, one, two. Okay, is it recording? Good. Welcome to your reckoning, baby! Hey, Scotty, what's up? I'm coming back. Oh, got a toot, hold on. The audio fun bag is brought to you by Hard Ice Vodka Freezies and Norman's Electronics. And now, we kick it. You ever wonder why the male penis goes inside itself when it's cold? Not since I was, I don't know, like three years old. Are there any other extremities that go inside themselves when they're cold? Out of fear? What if your penis went inside when it was afraid? Like a like a turtle. Yes. It just, oh, gotta go. <laughs> It'd definitely be weird. So, we've made it to this one. Do you know what this one is? I don't, apparently our first podcast without sponsors, because you haven't mentioned them yet. Are we not getting paid anymore? Because I'm not doing this. No, we're no, we're, we're good. But do you know what number we're on? Everybody's going to make a big deal. It's 69. I know. It's 69. I've never understood 69, by the way. By the way, all brought to you by Hard Ice Vodka Freezies. When your wife needs to get sleazy, get her Hard Ice Vodka Freezies. I came up with that. Well, I helped us stumble onto that. What did I say? You want to get queasy. Which doesn't work like sleazy. Yeah, but I came up with this. Slogan, basically. And Norman's Electronics. NEIUSA.com for all of your audio and video vintage needs. If you want to be sent to space, give them a call. See what happens. <laughs> Just a possibility. Make all your dreams come true. Jamie Norman, Elon Musk. He'll, they'll both send you to space. <laughs> that is their goal. See what happens. Again, you. it's like those people that in sales, if you don't pick up the phone, you're not going to make the sale anyway. I'm a big fan of just making, oh, I almost cussed. I'm not going to cuss. Or No, no, you know what? I am going to cuss because uh, we're going to get wait, into no, something I'm going to mark it explicit. I'm a big fan of just making up shit, though, right now, for, like taglines for people. Yeah, just a creativity <laughs> thing. Just Norman's Electronics, happens. they'll send you to space. They'll send you to space. Then, of course, like, you know, Jamie is on the commercial going like, we'll send you to space. And, and <laughs> One of those cheesy green yeah. screens behind. The, he's, in, he's on the moon. You're, go, you're going to space. Look at Jamie. Whoa. Yeah, that's the, that's the plan. So, uh, yeah, episode chapter 69. It's, it's so I don't I don't know I, as childish as I am sixty nine just doesn't make me giggle. It doesn't do anything for me. Although it really like Finneran loves it. Queef's farts hilarious to oh, me. Totally hilarious. hilarious. The idea that my penis would retract into like my body because it's a turtle with, out of fear. <laughs> hilarious. Sixty nine. Eh. I'm like yeah. Look eh. if, if we're gonna do that, let's take it up a notch. You just do me. I'll do you. We don't do it at the same time. So I wanted to start here because we've had two weeks off. We haven't seen each other in forever. You so, look great. Oh, you do too. Thank I know. You. I think you you look like you got some sun. I did. I got and, some and, sun. And you yes. got the hair taken care of because I know that two weeks ago, you were joking around about I didn't take care of my hair and I didn't do this, but you were going on vacation, and that's the time where you start kind of rallying a little bit. And so, I went 
did the beach thing. 30A. The next week, you were in South Carolina, did the beach thing. North Carolina. We looked down North Carolina. South Carolina. Oh, I'm sorry. Thank you. We don't go to no, South Carolina. No, that's just kind of the plebes go to South Carolina. They don't have enough money. The Hilton Heads and the Myrtle Beach. So we'll, we'll get into that in the second segment because I know we have some vacation talk that we have to get through. I wanted to bring this up with you to start with. I bet you're going to do sports, aren't you? No, I'm very concerned with how you treat Chris D'Amino. What? <laughs> yes, because... <laughs> I thought you were going to be big in Hawks. There, there are observational things. Game one, Hawks! And your pants are just exploding over Hawks, and I, you're going to bring up D'Amino. I do have that, but you know that man shows up here to get away from two teenage daughters. Like, this is his relaxation point, and all you do is try and animate him in these weird ways. Earlier today, it was... Hey, Domino, do you think you could murder? Do you think you could kill? And you took Domino back to the place where when his house was robbed and he is sitting there like you can see the intensity of the moment of the the violation back in his heart and in his mind. I'm like, why are you doing that to him? I am going to say this, and it's just for our listeners. I would never tell this to Domino. I think Domino gets a kick out of me. I think he loves the games that I play with his mind. I am his mental exercise. I am his mental gymnastics, basically. That he's you're, like, his, you're his mental Peloton. It's like me and Nick. <laughs> he and gets when, on Hoyt. And, and, and when, here we go. When Nick's not here, he needs somebody. I am the one that that churns that beautiful mind of his that has just things floating in it, and I just kind of churn it around. No one else does that with Amino. Sometimes, you know what? I'm going to fuck with him and piss him off. Other days, I'm going to flex it out a little bit and see, hey, how far can we stretch this Domino brain? He loves the mental exercise I give him. What was the question I asked I asked you today about Domino? You asked uh, the three people dead that he would bring back to have dinner with, and I nailed two of them without a problem. You said... I said Walt Disney, yes. Winston Churchill. Those are the two where I knew right off the top that they totally would fit the kind of conversation he would want to have of, in the moment, what did you do? And his last one was Neil Armstrong. But he remembered that me asking that question, he remembered the conversation we had. Why? Because Mental you, exercises. He lo- Domino <laughs> loves me as much as he will let on. Like, okay, look, didn't have a great relationship or rapport with Sandra Steak. Domino <laughs> might play on the air that he hates. Yeah, I know. I kind of let that one just kind of slide Did you by. hear about... I guess what our nickname was that we were given. From Sandra? Yeah. Go ahead. The ambiguously gay duo. No. They, well, okay. They're kind of gay. Typically, yeah. She called us Bert and Ernie, which is pretty funny. I wish he would put it out on the air because we would have ran with that. To be fair, if I had a million guesses, I, I would have come up with a million worse things she could have called us. Yeah, that is actually, it's funny, it's tame, <laughs> and we would have played right into it. I'd have been like, so you Bert today or Ernie? And that's what we would have rolled with. I would. I wish he had, had thrown that out on air and made fun of us that way. I'm pretty sure our nicknames were assholes. That's probably what she was just going to call us, just assholes. She didn't like you. Her and I have a much better relationship. But not with you. No one has no one has a lot of good relationships with you. You didn't have to wake up at two in the morning. No, with I know. Her. It's like a divorced couple. Like, you, you, we, y'all went through some things together. If you and I had to wake up at two in the morning every morning to do a show, we wouldn't get along. No, probably, probably not. It's very difficult. There's a reason why. And uh, you know what? I'll give credit to the Burt Show. He rotates the cast enough that you don't go insane with who you're working with. Uh huh. Because nearly every morning show, with the exception of like maybe five around the country, eventually breaks. Like you cannot handle this stress together in the morning in this lifestyle for a very long time. By the time we roll in and we're doing three to seven or Buck and Hut or whatever, your day is, you've already started your day. You had a good night's sleep. Maybe you had a workout, ate a good meal, everything else. When you're waking up at two or three in the morning, 
you're pissed off you're awake you're pissed off because of traffic you're pissed off that the sun's not up and there's yet. nobody on the road but you and there's no one else to take it out on and that other person you see immediately at four o'clock and and in the beginning you're like you know what it's a bunker mentality you and me you know what we're gonna get through this together we're, we're in this together we're hey you know what we're gonna win the championship together and then by the time you reach like Six months in, it's like a marriage. Like, it's awesome. It's for better or worse, blah, blah, blah. Six months in, you're like, I am so done with you, and I'm going to lash out every bit of anger that I have on you. The problem you run into, and that what y'all ran into, and almost every other morning show that does this runs into, eventually you start realizing that the only reason you're there is because of that person. (laughs) It's like a really bad marriage where you realize as you pull into the house and you walk in the door and you see her in the kitchen and you realize... I'm in this circumstance because of you. Sandra, I feel like we need to have kids to save this show. Just Otherwise, make this thing work. <laughs> hey, maybe we should just have a child. Maybe that'll fix everything, right? We can we can funnel all of our, our angst this way. Oh, my. It's it's awful. You never did mornings, did you? I just subbed in and did mornings. Uh, don't even act like you're in no, the club no, when you say regular. I subbed in. No, like I would you did do one it, week. I would do like a week at a time, uh, several times during the summer in college. And then when I first came into the market... I was doing some mornings with 790. and But at the time, though, I lived in an apartment like three or four minutes away from the station. And that changes everything. Like once you move further away and you actually have to get up, make that drive, get up earlier and everything else, that, that messes with you. Oh, it's terrible. It's a horrible feeling when, okay, it's nice when it's 10 o'clock and you're like, my day's done, can go work out, can go do stuff. But then you realize by 7 o'clock, I have to start winding down right now. Oh, forget that. You think your day's done and you're going to go save the world and come up with the cure for cancer and everything else. And you know what? You realize at 1045, all I want to do is get in my bed right now and, yep. and just take a nap. I'm just going to take a 30-minute nap, and that's all I need is a power nap, and I'm going to catch up. And then you wake up, and the sun's already set, and you realize it's 745, and it's like, oh, my God, now I'm not going to be able to sleep. And when am I supposed to do my prep? And I was supposed to do laundry. and I was. How oh. many times did you wake up in a panic that you had overslept? I, that never that one never hit me. It did. I had that. I'm just a good sleeper. The only time I will remember this. The only, only, only time that I ever slept, and it was a bad one. Um, Georgia played South Carolina. Aaron. It was a noon kickoff. Aaron Murray was the quarterback. So it's sometime between 2010, 11, 12, or 13. I think this is the game where their defensive tackle at the time, Melvin Ingram, takes a fake punt and, and goes off for a it touchdown. It might be that game. I just remember that I pulled a shift for two straight weeks of I was waking up at 5, doing the morning show, working till 3. So that was the end of Chuck and Chernoff. I would sleep at the station, wake up, Ooh. do Braves that night, and the Braves were on a West Coast swing, sleep. This went on for two straight weeks. You don't even know what day it is after it a while. It doesn't matter. Yeah. And I was single, so it's not a big deal. But – I finally get all my prep work done, and my last shift is Buck Baloo's College Football Today show on Saturday. I'm like, I'm going to go home for the first time in two weeks. I'm going to take a shower that's not in the locker rooms downstairs. I'm going to go home and have a meal at my table. I'm going to do all this. Lay down, open my eyes, and all I see is Aaron Murray is warming up for a noon kickoff against South Carolina. And oh. Buck's show, mind you, started at 8 a.m. Yeah, it goes basically, what, 8 to 11, uh-huh. 8 to 10 at that point? Um, Chris was running the board it was the first time he's ever run a board before and so i was supposed to be there with him i it, it wasn't even oversleeping like oversleeping is like 30 minutes an hour maybe max yeah you like nerdy will roll in at six fifteen, and that's him oversleeping yeah you woke up on another con <laughs> <And, laughs> that's what it was and 
I have so many missed calls. My phone has actually died. It's had so many missed calls. Scotty actually ended up checking four jails and three hospitals trying to figure out where the hell I was. I finally rolled in at noon. I was like, look, I apologize. He's like, it gives you the line your mother gave when you were out too late. I'm just glad you're not dead. That's all I cared about. Yes, you missed your your shift. I don't care. You're not dead. You're not in a hospital. You're not in jail. I'm happy. Well, they knew because you in radio, you typically know when you're pushing guys to a crazy limit that it's not that they'll snap. It's that at some point they'll burn out. Uh-huh. And that's that's where you worry about that. Like you you had a situation, you know, a while back where that's how you were feeling. And I've had situations where that's how I'm feeling. And so it, when you get that week away, oh, my God, like what it does to your brain of like, all right, good. And when you pull one of those like two-week things, management pretty much is going to give you the, hey, okay, he's not dead. Because <laughs> we were, we went way too hard with this guy. Everybody, I don't care if you're 22, 32, 42 in this business, you will snap at some point. Uh-huh. You snap that day. It catches up to yep. you when you're 25 or 26, like you just mentioned, and that's what I was. You can pull two, two and a half weeks. That's not a problem. I couldn't do that now. I can probably pull three days, four days. But if I'm going on, if I'm doing Domino time and doing three hours of sleep a day, no, I can do maybe four days of that. And here you are trying to kill that man with your questions. Oh, it's funny. Do you want to finish up talking about Hawks before we do vacation talk? Yeah, or go ahead. I just was going to say that you and I, um, we are not Hawks fans. No. You know, you are a no. fake Warrior fan That's kind of right. guy, and I'm a Spurs fan. Warrior. Hasn't, but hasn't it been really cool? Like, I, I sit there enjoying watching what the Hawks are doing, seeing my friends. M- Monday morning was so cool to walk into this office. The first person I saw was Home Team. Home Team's a good friend of mine. Uh, he, for years when we couldn't talk basketball. It's like a humble brag, like he hates me. Like, no. Like I'm, he's Sandra. I, no, I'm just saying, him and I go back to like 04. Okay. You know, like... When, Rub it in. When we just go back a long time. I get when it. we couldn't talk a lot of NBA, we would always talk a lot of NBA to each other. And the most fun look on his face, I go, I thought about you last night. He's like, Yeah. And I go, The minute Gallinari knocked the ball away from Embiid and Herder picked it up and his eyes went giant, I go, They're going to win. And he <laughs> immediately, his face went right back to it. And he goes, We got him. We got him! Starts yelling it in the office, and it, it took him back. And so watching my friends who really care about this team, I'm enjoying this run in part because it's not my team, but it's my city and it's people I care about. I walked up to home team, and the first thing I did when I saw him on Monday, I just hugged him. And he's like, yeah, man, we got a long way to go, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm happy for you. Enjoy it. And he goes, he goes, I know, but Giannis is going to be, we're not there yet. I go, stop, 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 stop. stop." 48 hours. You enjoy this. Enjoy this. I'm so happy for you. And it's, it's the opposite of the hug that I gave Matt when we saw him after 28, three day. Yeah. That was like, man, I'm sorry, dude. And that was, I feel for you. This was me. And just, I know how much home team bleeds for this city and this team in particular that I hugged him. I'm so happy for them. And I've kind of found myself. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm rooting for I'm them. I'm rooting for them. I'm rooting hard for them. But I even used one of my tricks where maybe it was the final four minutes. It was right after that spurt in the fourth quarter where neither team could score. They went like five minutes with anybody making a basket. And uh, Hawks maybe made a five-point lead. And Lisa's trying to pull the sheets up in the bed. 
And she goes, get off the sheets. And I go, no, I'm not moving. Hawks took a lead, which is something you don't do, by the way, when you're not a fan of another team. Right. But I'm sitting there and I'm like, I can't move. I can't leave from this seat because they have scored five and got on a little mini run and they've got a lead right now. And I stuck it out until zero, zero, zero hit on that clock. I'm doing it for my city. So game, this would have been the 2014 NBA Finals. I put on for my city. Game two, after the Spurs had won game one, that was when the air conditioning went out in the arena and LeBron started cramping and game two was the get back game. And my wife came down to the basement and they lost the game. And I just looked at her. I was like, you're not allowed down here. You did that. You did that. (laughs) So for the rest of the series, now the funny part was, Game three, the Spurs come out, and they hit, like, 17 of their first 18 shots. I run upstairs. I've never seen this before in my life, and I said, don't come down here. Like, I don't know what's happening right now. Don't come down here. She did not come back down there until they were getting ready to hand them the trophy, and she handed me, like, at the time, you know, here's your four-year-old and my three-year-old daughter, and, like, I get to watch this with her, and it was really cool. Wait, what? So, so game— Hang on, give me that last part again. I was like, I get to hold my daughter and watch them as they get the trophy. I'm like, this is really cool. So you're like Tim Duncan standing on the stage, yeah. basically this is holding like, up. This the is game. this is my Simba moment, okay? I see like little Drew Brees where he's got the headphones on because it's too loud, and yes. Drew Brees just holding him on the podium. It's exactly the same thing. <laughs> she brought me the baby to be like, you should enjoy this with her in this moment. I'm like, you're right. Okay, game six on Friday. We're idiots. She came down to the basement, and I looked at her a multitude of times. And one of the last times that we watched something together down there that we were both had a rooting interest in was Georgia, Alabama. Which one? You know the one. Oh, yeah. yeah. Again, the Georgia grad in her jumped up from the couch and said, F football, <laughs> and walked <laughs> off. Okay? Like, that was it. And when I asked her, like, the next day, you know, like, hey, when are you going to watch? Are you going to watch some of the – no, I'm done with football. I'm done with the, for this year. She stopped watching all of the NFL and everything else from that moment until the next season. So when that happened in game six – for damn sure, I was like, you can't come down here on game seven because this is for the city. Okay. This is for the city. Game one tonight. She can't come down. Okay. Yeah, because... As we, long as she knows is, the rules. Because this is for our friends and this is for our city. And that's, and that's the way we're rooting for it. It's funny you mentioned LeBron and the Spurs specifically. Go back, what was it, five years ago? Was that the Eastern Conference Finals with the Hawks when they had the four All-Stars? Yeah. Yeah, your 2015-2016 Finals. Eastern Conference Finals. You won 60-plus, and you were the number one seed and everything else. And there's LeBron. There was a killer there. There ain't no killer here right now. Like, tell me who the killer is. Trey. Trey's the killer. Now, Giannis. I, I'm not downplaying what great, he does. He's a great player. A totally great player. But there ain't no killer. But that's the difference. You worry about, in the last three minutes, the thing that you feel better about Giannis is that you can foul him, and he's a 50-53 uh, free throw shooter. Like, you can foul him at the end of games and get the the ball out of his hands. Because they're not going to take him off the court. You didn't really have that with the Sixers. You didn't have that with New York. Now, I'll tell you, there's some there's some killers out West. Like, that's there's some killers out West. But Kawhi's injured. To me, the biggest killer left in this thing in the East Chris is Trey. Got COVID. Yeah, is I Trey. agree. That's where we're at. So, good luck. Godspeed. Game one tonight. Same thing I said to home team. Just enjoy it. Now I'm in a rush to make sure I post this before this game gets going. Not that anybody's going to listen until after the game. Like an 8.37 tip. You have two hours and 15 minutes. Why you got to time check me? All right, coming up next, vacation talk. This is not going to go well. I'm warning you right now. Like, you can double-click explicit for what's about to happen. 
Follow the Podcast Park on social media for live updates as new episodes hit and behind-the-scenes looks at all our shows. Find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at The Podcast Park. It's now time for a classic audio fun bag moment. Brought to you by Hard Ice Vodka Freezies and Norman's Electronics. Aren't you going through a divorce or something? You told me to bring it up. We've all worked around Chris long enough to know that sometimes he'll make a statement to a guest and that guest will jump right into that statement and take it from there. Some guests don't always do that. That was Chip Towers who decided that, what are you saying? The score does come into play in a game like that. We can all say that out loud. If that's a one-touchdown game, I'm assuming they're waiting to, to finish out that a two-touchdown game, waiting to finish out that game. Yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> That's happened to all of us, though, right? I mean, sometimes I like how I like how Chip started though. At first, he was like, "Yeah, what? That's a what chip are you talking problem, about?" I think honestly, you think it was Towers? Yeah, that was pretty clear what he was. Was it? Tell me. I think some of the Louisiana Monroe game. What about it? That it ended early, and because it was such a spread out. Los is that, is that true? There was no real question in there. That's the thing. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I didn't what even hear the about? interview, and I assume if you're talking to Chip Towers, it's about Georgia football. Well, yeah. And if you're at, talking about Georgia football with that question, it's probably that the game was a blowout, so Mark Rick was like, yeah, we'll call it off. Yeah. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? It's Audio Fun Bag, Chapter 69, all brought to you by Norman's Electronics, NEIUSA.com, and Hard Ice Vodka Freezies. If you want your lady to get sleazy, throw in her a Hard Ice Vodka Freezy? No, don't. Phrase it like that. Not like that? No, because that, that could be used so many different ways. Throw in her? Yeah, like... Well, it is kind of flaccid-shaped. In, into her mouth. Oh, say, yeah. say, here, yeah. take this, and you will then be feeling sleazy. <laughs> All 16 inches of this popsicle. It's it's pretty yeah. large. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's a Thank lot you. of, it's a lot of stuff there. Thank you for noticing, there. yeah. Yeah, so... Uh, Okay, I had vacation two weeks ago. You had vacation last week. I, I don't know if I can do this, and here's my problem. What is your problem here? I want to vent so much on my week-long vacation that you just got done telling the audience that that's oh, a time to get away and relax and stress-free. Not and blah, for you, blah, though, blah. and I respect this. I know it. Here's why I know I can't do this, or I don't think I can do this right now. I came home, what did we do, a podcast two weeks ago because we were both on vacation. Yeah. As I pull in, guess what my wife is listening to on Alexa? <gasps> Oh, yeah, she started listening to the fun bag. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. This is bad. And this was the conversation we had about... Brian. No, stop. Why, this was the conversation about, about, me, Brian? about Charlotte and the Clemson trip that she heard where I was giving you so much grief for Allison not coming. First thing I hear when I come through the door, so you don't want me to go to Clemson? Is that what this is? Oh, you, shit. You, and I was like... A, we have rules. You're not supposed to listen to the podcast. <laughs> B, that's not specifically what I meant, but no, I don't really want you coming on a guy's trip. Like, it's a guy's trip. So I had to explain to her. So, By the way, just not to kill your story. You've already killed it. Go ahead. So I had my wife listen to that same one when we went to Nashville, and she thought it was hilarious that, wow, Hoyt really doesn't want Lisa to go on this trip. Oh, I didn't want you, Allie, okay, or go Lisa ahead. to go on the trip. So... Lisa, I'm going to give you a moment if you're listening right now. Turn off the podcast. I'm not going to do what you tell me, Brian. That was your opportunity. The rest of this is on you. <laughs> and begin to contact the divorce attorney now. I love her family, but what the fuck? Okay, so help me figure this out. I have two children. I have a four-year-old and a two-year-old. Grandma and grandpa are there. 
Um, uncle and aunt is there. The other aunt is there with one of her friends and everything else. To me, to me, I have these children the rest of my life till they turn 18. I'm stuck with them day in, day out for the rest of my life. Grandma and grandpa, you're supposed to be my lifeline. When I see you for a week, you're supposed to take them putt-putt and hang out with them in the pool. And I'm supposed to sleep in and do all this. None of it happened. None of it. Oh, that's awful. I was on babysitting duty the entire freaking time. And by the way, when you're at a beach, everything at the beach wants to kill your children. Everything wants to kill a four and a two-year-old because there's ocean on that side and there's a pool on that side. And if I turn away for one minute, my son just got pulled out by the undercurrent all the way into the water. Or if I turn the other way, he's jumping off the diving board with no floaty on. Everything wants to kill them, and no one wanted to help me do a damn thing. There was one point where... Wait, don't, don't you realize this already? Realize what? When you go on these trips, yeah, you are the help. No, 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 no. I help out 350 days a year. No, 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 no. When I you, get, when you, I get 12 days. How many days are at 365? I get 15 days where someone else, grandma and grandpa, I need you to help out a little bit. No. Aunt and uncle, I need you to be an aunt and an uncle a little bit and just give me a little how, free time. How are you related to this family? By marriage. You're the help. And money. You're the help. No, I'm not the help. You're the help, man. I'm not I, the help. You haven't figured it out. And, I, and the problem is, they're all really enjoying... This whole deal? Oh, they they look like they had a great time. They had a great time. They had a great time. You're not going to be able to enjoy vacations for about another three years. At one point, at one point, Lisa's still bathing one of the children. I'm getting another child dressed. She goes, she goes, you can take a quick shower, Hoyt. I'll watch the kids. She sends Colton, the youngest, the two-year-old downstairs with the, the entire family. There's like nine of them out there on the front porch all drinking. She goes, can you guys watch Colton for just five minutes while I handle Grayson up here, Hoyt's in the shower? They go, sure. I get out of the shower, walk downstairs. Colton's in the kitchen by himself, going through drawers of knives, ah. of silverware and everything else. I bring him upstairs and I hold him to Lisa. I go, this kid was just by himself. She runs downstairs. She goes, you couldn't watch him for five minutes? Five minutes. I could not... Yeah, you you actually need a, I need vacation, a vacation from from, from that vacation. Right, you do, there and were, and it's very stressful because when when you and I went as the wayward COVID family souls and Thanksgiving, where your your family had shut everything down, my family had shut everything down, so we're like, let's go to the beach. I'll come along. Let's do this. Can I explain to the audience what occurred? Um, you were basically babysitting kids the entire time. I have a four and a two year old running, running all down, the way up, up and, and down thirty A. <laughs> Trying to get to 30. Is there a 31A? Because they're trying to get there somehow. Going, they're heading for 30E at that point. They're trying to get out to the cave. They're trying to escape. Los is sitting in his chair. Yeah. How old are your daughters again? Eight uh, and... No, 10 and 6. So I'm, and I'm six. playing a different game than you. He's got his drink in his hand, sitting in his lounge chair, because your, your daughters are smart enough to realize, I can't go that far out in the water or I'll die. I'm reading books at this point. You're not paying attention because you don't have to. No. There was a point where you were grilling and you were like, hey, Hoy, why don't you come help me grill? I was like, Lois, I can't get away from these kids. Right. Meanwhile, you're sitting there. What did I describe you as? I'm basically sitting there with like a sifter glass. <laughs> and like, a, here's my nicest scotch and cigar. And I'm just sitting out here going, oh, I'll just have to take a look at the meat again. You convinced your wife that you needed to stand outside for an hour to watch the meat. By the way, the Traeger Grill is doing all the work itself. Oh, you yeah, don't have to course. do anything. I'm just sitting there enjoying the <laughs> drinks. Yeah, I'm doing nothing. And, uh... and you're just, you're being run all over the place. 
There yeah, was, no, I hear you. That's, was, that's vacation with little ones right now. There was another example, and this one, this is where I finally snapped. <laughs> this is when this is when I finally snapped. So, you know how you have to wash out all the sand toys or the beach toys and yeah. everything after each turn, and so I'm spraying each one down. Then I clean the entire pool because there's sixty thousand water balloons that have been popped everywhere. I'm cleaning up now. Adults' things out of the pool, drinks, cups. I'm bringing up all the towels from the pool, all the floaties. Wait, this is what the help does. You're such an ass. Am I? Am I wrong? My, Did you really not think about this? My mother, the entire time. My mother-in-law is watching. She's watching, watching me yeah. for 30 minutes. Do all this. She's in a making rock, sure you don't steal her shit. In a chair. She, she's keeping an eye on you, making sure you don't take anything. You, if they, if they had nice china, she's making sure you didn't like stick it in a bag. So I finally walk up with all these towels that everybody used, like the entire group used. I got like 14 like towels, hang each one of them up over the railing, and she's still sitting there. And finally, I look over and go, "Susan, can I get you anything? Can I get you another drink?" And she goes, "That would be lovely." What the fuck? What the fuck? And I know, I understand that you financially support me and everything else. I get that. What the fuck? Here's what I turn. I, I'm, I know, I'm trying to tell I'm you. Help. Thanks, you know dude. what? You know what? I was, in her mind, and you're bringing me back to a terrible place. She's giving you a new name. You're now Desmondo. You fetch the drinks. <laughs> you clean the pool. You do anything else around the house, right, Desmondo? That's Le- what you do there. That's how she and the rest of them look at you. And while you're hustling to take care of all these kids, now your name changes. Now I've got to come up with a different name, and you're you're the nanny. When we did Disney last time, it was just me, Lisa, and Grayson. And on the way back, Lisa, um, on the way back on this trip, Lisa asked me, she's like, you want to go to Disney in September when we plan that and just have my parents come? A lifetime of hard work, children laughing in the kitchen, family photos on a restaurant wall, a legacy that lives on. It all comes from the power of a conversation, like the one Tommy Hall had with First Horizon Bank about taking over his father's Charleston-based restaurant business. Now the table is set for a whole new generation. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Tommy. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Is there chaos in your closet? Look, Blouse, you've got some nerve hanging there like that. I can't help it. I'm jammed in here next to this suit. Hey, I'm a three-piece, all right, which means I need a little more room. You've got a lot of attitude for a linen suit. I'm a polyester blend, sweetheart, and there needs to be room for men's clothes, too. Hi, I'm Christina, and in Artisan Custom Closets, we help families organize and simplify their closets with customized storage solutions. See what's possible for your home at artisancustomcloasets.com, and then call us for a free in-home consultation. And we had this grandiose vision of, you know, we can get the kids down to bed or we can get the kids dinner and then we'll come back. Grandma and grandpa will watch them. We'll go out to Epcot and have drinks, drink around the world, whatever. No, no. I go, your parents are not coming because I'm not going to babysit them and my children and never be able to do anything. No. So, no. This, I just... I hate vacations, and I'd never want to go on another family vacation again. Well, let's see. Uh, audio fun bag podcast with Los and Desmondo. I really hope my wife doesn't listen to this. All right. Coming up next. Because I just shit-talked her entire family for like 10 minutes. Dude, you've heard what I've done to Janice. What yeah, I but Janice doesn't listen to this. She doesn't. Might get back around to her at some <sighs> point. All right. Coming up next, we're going to take a look back at a very painful day that started off Really exciting and fun. That's next on the Audio Fun Bag. Did you have fun on your vacation? Had a great time. Such an ass. Such an ass. 
It's now time for a classic audio fun bag moment. Brought to you by Hard Ice Vodka Freezies and Norman's Electronics. Looks like the sun is coming up, Chuck. Shades on in Dark Club. John Kincaid of Buck and Kincaid. This has happened to everyone at the station. This one, for some reason, he messed up his tease a little bit. All right, coming up, Buck hates quarterback rankings. But Rat Mayan. <laughs> what? Let's try this again. Three, two, two one. one. Uh, Buck hates quarterback rankings. But Matt Ryan, <laughs> not Rat Mayan, will like this one. It's Buck and Kincaid on the phone. <laughs> Final segment, Chapter 69 of the Audio Fun Bag, all brought to you by Norman's Electronics, NEIUSA.com, and Hard Ice Vodka uh, Freezies. Please remember to like and subscribe and to leave us comments and all that good stuff because then we continue to grow, and then at some point we will graduate. <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know. They start pushing our broadcast out into space. They say, we'll send them out somewhere different this time. Rather than Bangladesh and all the other cool places that we have listeners. I'm still fuming right now, so I don't know if we're going to do this segment. I'm still I fuming. I get it. So we, I forgot about this entirely. You brought this to my attention. I didn't forget because I was drunk game. <laughs> was Fri- it six? Friday. Game six. Friday, game six. Okay. So the only reason I thought about this portion of it was because I got into work early on Friday because of the the nature of what we had going on. I was putting together a pretty big front office loss for that day, and I thought maybe I should make a big open because you and I over the years, when it's a monstrous game, we tend to try and make some sort of monstrous open, and I had completely forgotten <laughs> that there was ever an open or any kind of bit for game five between the Braves and the Cardinals where – what happened with you and I? What did we decide to do? We decided where we were going to go. We went over to Sports and Social, and we ordered one of those big tower beers. And just, just for us two, by the way. Just for us two. Just for us two. We were we, probably going to go through two of them by the time the game was over. Without a problem. We were going to... Maybe even a third one in celebration. We were going to show everybody at the station how we can do it. And then Fulty fucked us. And as it's 10 nothing, <laughs> you and I are staring at that thing going... How are we going to drink that? Uh, I ain't drinking that. Like, this thing is awful. Like, it's the worst tasting beer, and this is awful. Yeah, it was like, it was just an awful vibe throughout the entirety of the battery. No, here's the problem. That place was so on fire beforehand. Yes, that it was, was crazy loud. Which is why we did this massive intro that we're going to play for you. So exciting, everything else. I've never seen air let out of a balloon so quickly in my entire life. Even, even the blackout game in 2008 against... Alabama, what was that, 31 nothing? Yeah, but they got back in it and made it interesting. Yeah. At least that happened. The I, Braves didn't get back into anything. I use that argument to Chuck all the time, and he goes, no, you were never in it. I was like, no, 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 no. We returned, they, they got to like 11. We returned actually a kick, I yeah. believe, that was called back on a holding penalty. You and I were in the stadium. We remember they got back in that game. It just was, there was not enough time. But I've never seen an atmosphere go so high to so low the, so quickly. The crazy part was the bargaining that was happening. Where it was like two nothing, and we're like, "What if they can hold them here?" And then it's three nothing. We can hold them here. Like, hold them here. Score a run or two. You're back in it. Then it's seven nothing. Well, because Fulty <laughs> was coming off of that game too, where he was just phenomenal, and you were like, "No, what? He can get it back together. It's not a big deal." Snick can go to the pen. It's all hands on deck. We can get this figured out. Just gotta stop the bleeding here. You're kind of talking yourself through, and then it's four nothing, five nothing, seven nothing, and then you're slowly just kind of putting the knife into your wrist and. 
Just going, that's about enough. Okay, now nope, I'm going to no cut. Funeral. Nope. So you're, the audio you're going to hear is the day of show. And it was a 5-10 start. Right. And so we only have 15 minutes to do Chuck and Chernoff. They go, that's it. You got 15 minutes to do Chuck and Chernoff. Then you're going to go into game day. So do whatever you boys want for 15 minutes. And I think it was Matt that decided, F it. Let's do an let's do a 15 minutes like has never been done before in the history of radio. It's all going to be celebrating the game and what's going to happen and how big of a day it is. And so when you listen to this, it is kind of an audio train wreck <laughs> in that you realize that all the passengers are dead. But at the time, we don't know it yet. <laughs> yes, you realize that now. But at the time, it was genius like you're, radio. You're looking at the Titanic going, that shit's too bad. <laughs> like, that's how it feels. There's there's Chuck who really wants to break down the game. Matt, throughout this entire thing, you'll hear. He's like, no, no, no. Nick and Chris already said that enough today. Bucky and Kincaid already talked about the pitching I'm going to be enough. the excitement. Let's get them pumped. Let's do it again. Oh, man, this is really going to hurt. All right, let's play the audio. Na 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 na, it's Chuck and Churn. Na 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 na, it's Chuck and Churn. Three o'clock on the dot, you know what that means? It's time for Matt, Lana, and the King. Na 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 na, it's Chuck and Churn. Na 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 na, it's Chuck and Churn off on the van. Driving home and Lana is a traffic jam. But we got Chuck and Chernoff on the fan. Na, 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 it's Chuck and Chernoff. Na, 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 it's Chuck and Chernoff on the fan. We are ready, and I know Braves country is too. A game five, the old win or go home. There is no tomorrow. There is tomorrow. That's right. If you win, there is a tomorrow and a Friday and a Saturday. Game five is upon us at 502 we are all Braves leading up to first pitch tonight with Fulty going for the Bravos, Jack Flaherty for the Cardinals. We will get you all set with the sights and sounds of already a packed house inside the battery getting ready to head to SunTrust Park. Hello, Charles. Hey, Matt. How are you? Bad news. What's the, I don't want bad news today. We're going to get hammered. Oh, that's don't so even ne- play this game. Negative. April Fool's. Oh, my God. You got me again. <laughs> very good. Those April Fool's jokes. They keep getting me. You know why? Because it's October. And they keep getting me. Um, are we going to talk about the game tonight? Or are we going to talk we are. pitching matchups? Listen, and-, here's the, and I love doing afternoon drive. It is. Listen, there's a reason the show is as popular as it is. And that's due to our listeners and, and the success of the show. Winner take all. Do you run more tonight? Everything that could have been said about this game has been from 6 a.m. Domino's been on for 34 hours today. He was on the morning show. Then he did the Domino and Cellini program. I'm sure he had some role in the Buck and Kincaid show. Then the Braves clubhouse report. So what we need to do, and our goal here for Braves fans and Braves country is, because what's going on is there's a lot of excitement and people want to get pumped up, but there's also a good bit of tension. We've been in this spot before. Uh, our fans have a history of, of not being paid off enough. So I know what Braves country is thinking leading up to first pitch at this game. So can we alleviate some of that and talk Freddie versus Flaherty? Does the elbow come around? Does- Let's hold off on that one. Because, Chuck, I think we have something better right now to get everybody pumped up. Are you ready? This is exactly what people in their cars need to hear. This is exactly what people around the battery want to listen to. This is exactly what I think Brave fans are going to need to get ready for the 502 first pitch. Gothic chanting? Oh, better than Gothic chanting. It's like the exorcist? If you want to be pumped up, this is your route. Get ready. 
We're all going on a journey together. What about Freddy's Before this game started, Kilmer said, 48 minutes for the next 48 years of our lives. I say, f*** that. Let's go out there. We'll play the next 24 minutes for the next 24 minutes. And we'll leave it all out on the field. We got the rest of our lives to be mediocre, but we have the opportunity to play like gods for the next half of football. Oh, oh, yes! Chuck, is that getting you fired up? You feel it? You just had Dawson from Dawson's Creek telling you he wants to play for the next 24 minutes! Is this how you want to start? Oh, I got more. We only have 15 minutes, and then we start... Let me tell you something you already know. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's a very mean and nasty place, and I don't care how tough you are, it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Tell him, Rock! Tell him, Rock! What did Rocky do, Chuck? In every big moment, what did he do outside the time Clever Lang knocked him out and Drago almost killed him? He fought back. He punched back. He turned the page and was a champion. And that's what we're going to see today. What's the matter with you? All season long, you've been laughed at, crapped on. Now you got a chance to spit it back in their faces. And what do you do? You're out there like a bunch of dead fish, not listening, bonehead plays, mistakes. I mean, don't you want to beat those bastards? I appreciate the inspiration. I don't need the, the trash mouth. So but, pumped. Um, you feel that, though? Are you like, Domino, are you feeling this right At now? At the very least, there is App State and Louisiana Lafayette tonight. Save it. We got stuff to get people pumped up. Domino, if you're not pumped, listen no, to I, this. Nice uh. seat. A whole army of my countrymen here in defiance of tyranny. <laughs> You've come to fight a free man. What will you do without freedom? <laughs> I'm dying in your beds. Many years from now, would you be willing to train? All the days from this day to that, for one chance, just one chance, to come back here and tell our enemies, the Cardinals, that they may take our lives, <laughs> but they'll never take our freedom. And that, of course, was Eric McYoung <laughs> speaking to the team before they took the field for BP today. That's exclusive audio that we have for ourselves. But but there's more. You know, App State's four and zero. Louisiana's four and one. Not today. Frankly, not ever. All right, people, here we are. This is the day. In one hour, you are going to take an exam administered by the state. And I want to tell you what the people out there are saying about you and what they think about your chances. Closer to they hours. say you are inferior. <laughs> you are just a bunch of poor white trash. Oh! I mean, all of you. Oh, crazy I want all the white students to stand up. All my white students, stand up right now. Stand up. Sit down. <laughs> Demeter, we you... sink. Oh, sorry. We swim. We rise. We fall. We meet our fate together. Yeah! Can you hear me? Yeah! Crazy Joe. What, was Morgan Freeman in 300 and I forgot it, or was he in Braveheart? If Brian Snicker doesn't give the same speech that you just heard from Crazy what? Joe Clark, all my white players stand up. Was, was, Sit down. Was he the priest in Exorcist? time to get over that game four loss yes it was frustrating we had opportunities to win close the book on that this braves team deserves our support pack the house be loud be proud this team deserves it let's go win a postseason series i ask you to be relentless i can't be more pumped up now that buck 
has got the crowd in a frenzy. Domino, do you want to go play right now, don't you? I think they'd be better off with maybe what they have. Now, look, I'd like the middle of the lineup to be a little bit better, and maybe they're the ones that you're supposed to be looking at a little bit when you give these speeches. You don't think Buck could fire up uh, Freddie Freeman right now and Josh Donaldson? You don't think Buck chopping could get Nick Markakis get a three-hit game? Listen, if that wasn't enough to pump you up, and I could see you guys aren't there yet. No. I'm Maybe. pretty pumped. Are you I'm pretty pumped, Matt. Hoyt, are you there yet? I didn't know we were doing this. Well, if you're not there yet, you will be now. Tomino, deep breath. Mm-hmm. We've got a little less than two hours before game five. This yeah. is do or die. This is win or go home. You got to have the right mindset. Do you have the right mindset? I, I'm right there. Are I you? Feel, I feel I'm, I don't know if I believe you. I'm sort of zoned. I'm laying right okay. in. Are you just want to peak too early? All right, no, listen I don't to this. Do you got two more quarters and that's it. Now, most of you have been playing this game for 10 years. You got two more quarters. And after that, most of you will never play this game again. It's not about that scoreboard out there. It's not about winning. It's about you. Can you live in that moment as best you can with clear eyes and love in your heart? Again, Brian Snicker, if he has something, a speech before this game five, that's where you go, Billy Bob Thornton. Think of the Billy Bob presentation right there. That pumps up the group. Domino, I'm not seeing it from you. You're not showing me. Show me. Domino's not ready. Great moments are born from great opportunity. And that's what you have here. That's what you've earned here tonight. If we played them ten times, they might win nine. But not this game. Not tonight. Tonight... We skate with them. We stay with them. And we shut them down. Is is everybody available in the bullpen? I'm so excited right now. It doesn't matter. I want to skate with them. No, it kind of does. Domino, do you want to skate tonight or not? I'd rather score three runs in the first inning. Oh, hell with you two. Yeah. You know know what that winning percentage is? What? It's 208 and 42, which is an 832 win percentage. A hundred and nothing. And you got hardly a no reason to get personal. athletic ability. And you hung in with the best college football team in the land for two years. In this lifetime, you don't have to prove nothing to nobody except yourself. You were saying? Domino, don't sell it on now. We got more to come. Doesn't so five you moved Dansby up in the lineup? No, is that not tonight? It's not important. Is your baseball pants, are they crazy right now? Because mine are. I can't wait till 5 o'clock. I want it now. Now. Forget about the crowds. The size of the school, their fancy uniforms, and remember what got you here. Focus on the fundamentals that we've gone over time and time again. And most important, don't get caught up thinking about winning or losing this game. If you put your effort and concentration into playing to your potential to be the best that you can be, I don't care what the scoreboard says, at the end of the game, in my book, we're going to be winners. Right, Tomino. Do you believe I ca- that? I kind of care what the scorebook says at the end. <laughs> I do. I kind of do. Second. Win or lose, though, if you play the way you play, you're winners in my book. Yeah, I'm tired of being that kind of winner. Tomino, you're bringing me down. Let's get pumped back up. I need more. Your leaders will now understand. Decepticons <laughs> will never leave your planet alone. What? Wait a minute. We needed them to believe we had Is that done. Optimus Prime? For today, in the name of freedom. What the? We take the battle to them. Tomino, I can see you now. You're ready. You're getting closer. Listen, you give me a little bit of Churchill, mm-hmm. a real person. Not Optimus Prime? Churchill, what? a real person. Tomino, I'm so close right now. So close. So close. Oh, so close. Are we going to talk baseball? Not yet. Our parents, they want the best of stuff for, for us. Hell. For them. Because it's their time. 
their time. Up there. Up there. Down here, it's our time. In the time. battery. It's our time, it's our time down, time down here. here. Tomino, it's our time down here. <laughs> I know you guys want to break down the lineup, so we'll get to it, I promise. I know Domino's got something on Fulty and Flaherty. We will get it, but we got to get pumped. We got to get right, and Domino's not right yet. Not yet. Can I have your attention, please? I have something I think you all ought to know about. It seems that Mrs. Phelps <laughs> doesn't think too highly of our worth. She put this team together because she thought we'd be bad enough to finish dead last. Uh, Liberty Media. Knocking attendance down to the point where she could move the team to Miami and get rid of all of us. Even me? Even, Even you, Dorn. Dorn. Well, then I guess there's only one thing left to do. Say it, Domino. That? Win the whole fucking thing. We didn't edit that right. I think we got the F out of there. Yeah, it was pretty short. Domino, you're getting closer. I can see it in your face right mm -hmm. now. Again, I know you want to talk about the bullpens and you want to break down the middle infield defense, and we will get to that. I want Chuck to be, like, on the moon excited right now. I don't see it yet, Los. I don't see it. Come on. All right, everybody. That's what I'm talking about, guys. We've made a great effort so far. Let's just keep it up. That's right. We can't have anyone freak out out there, okay? <laughs> We've got to keep our composure. We've got too far. There's too much to lose. We've got to keep our composure. Tabino, are you feeling it now? Are you there? Look, Domino, I know all Domino wants to do is talk about Game 5 history. The last what, what, what did you and Nick discuss the today? The last time what? a Braves pitcher won two games in a series with Smoltz in 96. I know all that stuff. It's been said today, but you know what hasn't been said? This. I have seven children. My wife is dead. <laughs> but mark my words. This war will be fought not on the frontier <laughs> or on some distant battlefield, but amongst us. <laughs> I won't fight. Domino, you didn't say that this morning. I heard you. You didn't say that once. That one moved me a little okay, bit. Okay, you see, Chuck Domino's getting closer to getting to where we need him to be. So what did you and Nick say about They talked all that baseball. They broke it down left and right. I heard it all. It was great. It wasn't this, though. The brethren will still be looking here to us, to the Black Pearl to lead. And what will they see? Frightened bilge rats aboard a derelict ship? No. No, they will see free men <sighs> and freedom. <laughs> And what the enemy will see is the flash of our cannons. They will hear the ring of our swords, and they will know what we can do. Oh. I don't know how much more I can take, Chris. Are you are you feeling like we're ready at 502? Is this are we fired up? Like faulty hearing this in the clubhouse? I, I just wish I heard play ball right now. Can Not I, yet. Could I burn out too early? Like is that possible? It's possible you peak too early wow. if you're so close. How dare you? You have stolen my dreams and my childhood with your empty words. And yet, I'm one of the lucky ones. I'm so ready. I'm so ready. Can I get a, like a chop going with you two or something? A chant? Oh. Is, is this what it's like every day when you show up for work in Flowery Branch? Like, this is just going through the halls. This. Listen, you guys now break down your baseball. There you go. Do what you want to do. See, you say this is our fault. That was Fulty's fault. That, that was Fulty's fault. That was fault. not he, our Open's fault. He is not mentally capable of handling those types of moments. That is not on us. That's on Fulty. However, I don't think we'll ever do that again because of what happened. Not like that until, like, the next big thing. We did not do it before. This the, is the reason why I didn't do it for game six. We did not do it before the 11 running in with the Dodgers. No. Wait, was we, that we, we didn't do one of the big Opens mm -mm. for last year with the Dodgers. And, I again, I stopped and was like, I'm not going to do it. Because the last time we've done this 
Almost every time we've done this, it hasn't worked out. It's not completely true. We did a huge open for, for the Packers. Was probably the last time that it was like on that level that it was. We did celebration. It, we did it for Packers. We did it for. We did not do one for the Rose Bowl, but we did one for the we, SEC championship against Auburn in sixteen in seventeen. We did one, and we did one for the national championship. Yeah, the Georgia Alabama game that Monday. We did one there, but that wasn't our fault either. That was Dominic Sanders' fault. I get it. He shouldn't have uh, come off his hash. He's. Thank you. No, I get it. Super Bowl. Stay, stay in the cover, too. It wasn't our fault. That uh-uh. was Kyle and Devontae Freeman's fault. Yeah, that's on you, Kyle. That was Jake Matthews' holding call. All right, take us out. Matt Ryan should have thrown the ball away. We got a whole lot of excuses up in here. Blame everybody else. It's not our fault. Hey, Matt. Guess what's in my hot tub? AIDS. I've got AIDS. I turned myself into a pickle, Morty. Boom. Big reveal. I'm a pickle. What do you think about that? I turned myself into a pickle. What are you just staring at me for, bro? I turned myself into a pickle, Morty. And? And? What more do you want tacked onto this? I turned myself into a pickle and 9-11 was an inside job? Was it? Who cares, Morty? Global acts of terrorism happen every day. Uh, here's something that's never happened before. I'm a pickle. I'm Pickle Rick! (laughs) Oh, fuck. Follow the podcast, Park, on social media for live updates as new episodes hit and behind-the-scenes looks at all our shows. Find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at The Podcast Park. This morning in the Atlanta airport, no one's missing a meal on Mac Wilburn's watch. With 11 restaurants to serve passengers, he's got dining for every destination. And it all started when Mac talked with First Horizon Bank about opening a franchise in the airport. Now it's open for business and cleared for takeoff. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Mac. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. The fan is ready for brave season. Are you? 3-1 smoked high in the air, deep center field, and heading for the horizon. A home run by Olsen. We're streaming every game of the Braves 2024 season free on the 680 The Fan app. So make sure you download it now and don't miss a pitch of the Braves this season.